Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about pedophiles. So, uh, viewer discretion is advised. And before we get into any of that, I do just want to remind you all that if you enjoy the show, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. We really appreciate it. YouTube now de-ranks all of our content. I mean, take this episode, for example. We're going to be talking about pedophiles the entire time. Do you really think YouTube is just going to offer this up to people? because they're not. So what that means is if we want to continue to grow, we need to rely on you guys, our awesome audience, to share our videos. Share them places like Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, or heck, even email them to people. Send this to one of your friends on Facebook Messenger. It'll be a conversation starter. And if you did want to go even further to support the show, you know, because you like us that much, you can, of course, always head on over to blazetv.com slash Lauren and subscribe using the code Lauren to save money on your annual subscription. Now, not only do you help us keep the lights on over here, but you also get a ton of other great shows to watch. So again, that's blazetv.com slash Lauren with the code Lauren. You may not know this about me, but I'm actually somewhat of a masochist, and as such, I follow Vice on social media. And the other day, I saw they released a very interesting sounding article on pedophiles. It's called The Men Who Call Themselves Non-Offending Pedophiles. And it explains that, quote, David, a 21-year-old college student in the United States, knows he is attracted to children between the ages of 4 and 11. He's one of many pedophiles who knows it is wrong, but believes he was born this way, and that with treatment, those urges can be controlled. But to get that help, people like David have to seek it out. And in the United States, that comes with huge risk due to mandatory reporting laws that require therapists to report people they deem a risk to children to the police. Now, I am a firm believer in the idea that no subject should be considered too taboo, too controversial, to explain or discuss. And I also believe that merely talking about an issue does not necessarily mean that you support it or condone it. And to that end, I actually think that trying to study what makes a pedophile a pedophile is really important because pedophilia is serious and we can't begin to tackle it, we can't begin to treat it unless we understand it. I don't begrudge researchers or heck even vice interviewing pedophiles to find out what makes them tick. I think that's perfectly valid science, perfectly valid journalism. However, what I find concerning to say the least is that as pedophilia becomes a more and more popular topic, a lot of the materials that I'm seeing seem to be focused almost entirely on improving the lives of pedophiles with very little regard, if any, to the well-being and security of children. And granted, as Vice notes, since not all pedophiles actually act out on their perverted urges, those two things, the happiness of pedophiles and the safety of children, they're not always necessarily in direct conflict with each other, okay? It's not always either or. I understand that, but I think one area where they absolutely are in conflict is when it comes to the need to report potential threats to the police. You see, in the US, it is the law that if a therapist believes one of their patients is going to be a threat to someone else, or even themselves actually, they have to tell the cops. And this law exists because, well, I mean, I, I feel like I don't, I don't even need to explain why it's so they don't hurt anyone else or themselves. So yes, if a therapist does believe that one of their patients, A, is a pedophile, and B, is not only sexually attracted to children, but is likely to molest children, then yes, they have to go to the police. And you know what? I've not really heard many people complain about this law because it seems pretty self-explanatory to protect the children. But here we go, here's Vice. They're complaining about it. You don't believe me? 
Here's some more. They continue, quote, Elizabeth Letourneau, director of the Moore Center for the Prevention of Child Sex Abuse, is one of the few researchers in the U.S. focusing on preventative measures to help pedophiles. Even if you've never offended, if you are sexually interested in children and you reach out to a therapist for help, they may decide that you still represent a threat, Letourneau said, and that their concerns meet the threshold for a mandatory report. That's not the case in Germany, where Project Dunkelfeld in Berlin is one of the only places in the world that offers treatment for pedophiles. And I know what some of you guys may be thinking. Well, it's kind of strange that they're seemingly against therapists going to the police if they believe someone is going to be a threat to children. But I mean, overall, it seems like they're really interested in treating pedophiles. It's not like they're trying to destigmatize pedophilia or anything. Except actually, no, they are literally trying to destigmatize it. And that's not just me being hyperbolic. Those are their exact words. As Vice writes, quote, another objective of Project Dunkelfeld is to destigmatize pedophilia. Dr. Klaus Beer, who created the program, argues pedophilia is a sexual orientation and not a crime if the person has not acted on it. And what's so concerning about all of this is that this is not the first time we've seen a mainstream media establishment go to bat for pedophiles. Salon also infamously wrote about the plight of the virtuous pedophile. Someone called Todd Nickerson, remember that name, and on the show we've previously done a segment on the documentary I Pedophile, which is currently being streamed by Amazon, and which paints a very sympathetic picture of poor, poor, oppressed pedophiles. On this show, when we've talked about pedophilia before, I've always drawn a distinction between pedophiles who do and do not offend against children. Even so, though, I've always maintained that just as an affliction, as a disorder, pedophilia in and of itself is still disgusting and reprehensible. To which I've had a surprising, a worrying number of people say, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just because you're sexually attracted to children, that doesn't mean you're actually gonna hurt them. So why stigmatize the attraction itself? There's nothing wrong with just thoughts. That type of thinking is exactly how slippery slopes happen. And I am fully convinced at this point that pedophilia will be the next slippery slope our society tumbles down. In fact, as we've seen, it's already starting. Like it or not, we are living in a world where nearly every single slippery slope that people tried to warn us about, which a lot of us, myself included, initially dismissed, has come to fruition. Right now, our culture is not only accepting, but actually celebrating children dressing up in drag and pumping themselves full of hormones in order to change their gender. And not only that, but we're too afraid to crack down on child marriages because we don't wanna seem racist. So don't tell me it'll never happen, pedophilia will never be mainstream, because I don't believe you. I've seen the depravity we're capable of and I have lost any faith or goodwill in our culture's ability to turn away from degeneracy. And you know what? I'm not a heartless person and I get how psychology works and I'm even willing to concede that, yeah, somewhere out there, maybe there is a person who is sexually attracted to children but would never ever dream of hurting a child and who hates that they are the way that they are. And you know what? Maybe in every other aspect, they're a really great person, but even so, I'm drawing a line in the sand here, okay? Their pedophilia, their sexual attraction to children, that will never be acceptable. It will always be disgusting. It will always be abhorrent. Even if we can get behind the idea that not all pedophiles are going to hurt children, that part of them, that pedophilia part, the part of them that wants to fuck kids, that part 
is still evil. If we really want to help pedophiles, then let's be honest with them, okay? As the character Dexter used to say, they have a dark passenger. Something evil whispering in their ears, trying to get them to do evil things that they're gonna need to work to overcome, but they can overcome it with help. But destigmatizing pedophilia, destigmatizing something means there's nothing wrong with it. And if there's nothing wrong with it, why should they get help for it? And it may seem strange, but this is an important conversation to have, and it's important to have it right now because there are pedophiles out there, ones whose intentions I don't think are so pure, and their sympathizers who are working hard to get their affliction accepted into the mainstream. And you would be shocked at how many of you guys, how many people commenting on our other videos are parroting back their apologetics exactly and playing right into their hands. Twitter, as it turns out, as if it weren't godforsaken enough already, unfortunately has a surprisingly large pedophile community. So yes, I know the types of arguments these people try to make. I understand what they're trying to do. And trust me when I say that none of these pedophile activists are concerned with anything other than their own comfort and their own well-being. Not a whole lot of activism going on on behalf of kids. I'll tell you that. Here's one user who, right in his profile, calls himself a non-offending pedophile. And by the way, you'll notice that these pedophiles, or as they call themselves, minor attracted persons now, or MAPs, they almost all have anime avatars. Just, I'm just saying. This person writes, yes, we can all agree that the safety of children matters, but no but. All right, the safety of children matters, period. Full stop, end of story, you can go home now, but if a map has a crappy self-image, they'll be more likely to abuse a child. Stigma has done nothing to prevent child sexual abuse. In fact, it makes it worse. Uh, citation freaking needed. You know where screwing kids isn't stigmatized? In Nigeria, where the age of consent is 11. And on a similar note, you know where a lot of children probably do get screwed? Nigeria. So many pedophiles try to spread the absolute lie that having a stigma against wanting to have sex with kids doesn't prevent kids from getting hurt when it absolutely does. Sadly, there are far too many cultures out there who don't actually stigmatize wanting to have sex with children. And you know what happens in those cultures? Children get raped. Okay, that's where child brides happen. So I'm sorry if having a stigma against raping children makes you pedophiles feel uncomfortable, but it's a stigma we're sticking with. And let's just look at this again, okay? He says, if a map has a crappy self-image, they'll be more likely to abuse a child. Stigma has done nothing to prevent child sexual abuse. In fact, it makes it worse. What is that? Like some kind of implicit threat? Accept me and my desire to touch kids or I'm gonna be so upset, I'm gonna need to touch some kids. And next we have this user who claims to be 16, but I highly doubt it, and who lists his AOA or age of attraction as six years old and up. Lovely. Today, they're banning child sex dolls. Tomorrow, they're banning age play between consenting adults. Where will they draw the line? Uh, they seem to be drawing the line at anything that enables people who want to rape kids. Personally, I'm totally fine with that. Uh, I can see why you wouldn't be, though seeing as how you do want to rape kids. And something that makes me very doubtful of just how virtuous this community of allegedly virtuous pedophiles really is, is this post. This person asks, just something I'm curious about, Maps, if you could take a pill that would remove your minor attraction and or put your age of attraction exclusively within your age range with no other side effects, would you take it? That's actually a really interesting question. And seeing as how sexual attraction to children 
even if you don't act on it, is a disgusting thing. If a pedophile were really a good person, I would expect him to say yes. I would absolutely take this magical pill to cure me of my pedophilia. Some people did say yes, and hats off to those people. This guy says, so long as I was still gay, yeah, I think I would. Most users, however, said no. No, even if they had the choice, they would not want to get rid of their pedophilia. Adam the Map says, no, it's a part of who I am, and it's ultimately not a negative thing for me, it's only positive feelings. Another person says the only reason it's unfortunate I am the way I am is because society stigmatizes it. Another person says no, never, and when asked why, says it's a part of who I am and I like it. I've met some great people both online and offline because of it. There are other ways, and I would say better ways, to make friends than through pedophilia. Are you kidding me? This account says, no, I wouldn't, because if I did, I would probably turn into an ignorant and arrogant anti. He's actually saying he wouldn't want to cure himself of his pedophilia because then he might be too negative toward pedophiles. I guess you could say hashtag not all pedophiles, but at least among this online community of pedophile activists, they certainly don't seem too willing to change in that they're literally saying they would not want to change. And here's another poster who claims to be a teenager. Again, I don't believe him. He writes, quote, ask yourself this, have you ever been attracted to someone who was not interested in you? If so, did you abstain from forcing or manipulating them into sex or a relationship with you? Finally, was it easy to prevent yourself from doing those things? If you answered yes to all three questions, you have experienced something identical to what most maps go through. The truth is, it is just as easy for a map to abstain from preying on children as it is for you to respect the well-being of someone who is not interested in you. I hear this type of argument all the time, it's freaking stupid stupid, and I'll tell you why. Expecting a pedophile to not abuse children is not at all like expecting a fully grown adult to simply not abuse another adult they're interested in. Let's say there's a straight man. Obviously, it would be easy for him to just not force himself onto a woman who he's interested in. But that's not what it's like to be a pedophile. Being a pedophile would be like if that man weren't allowed to have any sexual contact of any type ever with any woman out there. Not only that, but he also can't look at any pornography featuring women or even so much as flirt with a woman. That is what it's like to be a pedophile, and that is obviously a lot harder, and that is why, on principle, we don't trust pedophiles. You know what? Maybe. And if that's the case, then good for them. But for the record, a very high and a very unsurprising amount of these virtuous pedophiles turn out to not be so virtuous. Take Todd Nickerson, Salon's virtuous pedophile who claims he has never and would never hurt a child. According to chat logs from 2006, allegedly, and I want to make it clear, allegedly posting under the name Markaba 2.0, he allegedly wrote, I do believe that penetration, whether oral, anal, or genital, should remain off limits for prepubescent children. I think it's rather obvious that their bodies simply aren't ready for it. When I speak of sex and romance with children, let it be known hereafter that I am not talking about these things. What I mean is sex and romance play, which encompasses everything else. Kissing, touching, massaging, etc. And the courtship rituals like holding hands and going out in public together. He also allegedly continued that, quote, in my situation with Jay, she came on to me in her naive but rather aggressive 
aggressive way, rather obviously and for a prolonged amount of time. I mean over days. She obviously had given her desire a lot of thought and it was both to be touched by me and to touch me in return. She even plotted to trick me more than once into making it happen. And he allegedly finishes the post by saying, quote, once again, I've always maintained that if we lived in a different, more sex positive society and it were legal to do so, I would engage in sex play with a child that I love if she wanted it and initiated it. I will never deny that. That to me, just doesn't really sound like someone who's all torn up inside about his pedophilia and who is so sure he would never hurt children. That, to me, sounds like a predator who, in his sick mind, would take a probably innocent situation and twist and turn it into actually believing that a child was coming onto him. But wait, there's more. In 2017, one of Twitter's most infamous virtuous pedophiles was charged with sexual assault and child pornography. Imagine my shock. But not really, because of course he freaking was. And Gary Gibson is another so-called virtuous pedophile who claims he's attracted to little girls but doesn't act on those impulses. He does admit that, quote, maybe I did some things I shouldn't have done, whatever the hell that means, but is adamant that, quote, he has never penetrated a child. Never. I mean, Jasmine Holden, who's now 22, might disagree with him though, because she claims that he actually assaulted her when she was 10 and living in his house at the time as a foster child. I don't think we're gonna get rid of pedophiles anytime soon, simply because we can't, but what we can do is let them know that their desires are not okay and they need to get help before they hurt someone. What we absolutely cannot do is normalize sexual attraction to children because that will, in time, mark my words, lead to sexual contact with children. And I know there's still gonna be some people who say, oh, I'm being ignorant or intolerant about this whole thing. And you know what, I'm okay with that. I would much rather be ignorant and intolerant of some adult pedophile based on his pedophilia than think even for a moment that I somehow enabled the abuse of a child. And really, that's what's at stake here. And I feel like not enough people in this conversation understand or appreciate the gravity of that. Hmm, being mean to pedophiles or not doing enough to protect kids. I know which one I'm more worried about. How about you? That's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time.